and that's another thing that we encounter all the time. Everybody's so quick to find the fault that questions character. Yeah. You know, I talk about it all the time. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, look at that guy. That guy did it on purpose. Or look at this guy. He's putting two hours on on that one line that only pays one hour. He's a thief. Or this guy's charging double the price than this guy. And it's like, wait a minute, guys. Let's just get the facts. Let's have positive intent. Positive intent. Because if you go into it with a negative frame within you, it's always going to be negative. Hey, I'm Coach Jay. I'm the G-Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the Hard Shop Life. All right, here we are back again. Hard Shop Life with your coaches. I'm Coach Jay and the G-Man. G-Man. Let's get right to it, man. Like we, we haven't been uh, together for a little bit. You were traveling. We've been different stores doing our thing. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate a lot of the love that we've been getting. We've been getting some outreach, man. Did we be, people have oh, been reaching been, out to us. Yeah, it's been crazy. Dude, it's crazy. Awesome. Truly blessed. Yeah, truly blessed. <clears throat> like uh, I really appreciate it. And I want to, you know, big, big thank you and a shout out to everybody else. Um, also, we ask you, I know that G-Man says it every time, but Please keep sharing. Uh, keep talking about it. I had an individual reach out to me saying, hey, Coach Jay and the G-Man, I want to let you guys know that there was uh, somebody that wanted to know some information about ELR. And I referred your uh, podcast to that individual. And uh, they got, I, got some, I got a great uh, message back. And hope you guys are doing great. Keep up the good work. And we appreciate it. So I, I want to say a big fat shout out to that guy and thank yeah. the rest of them that really help us out. I want to say I want to say shout out to the the technicians over at Gladstone Dodge. Gladstone Dodge. Oh I'm, my god! I'm going to name them. They listen to the podcast. They Love I it. was I was talking to them the other day. They listen, so I want to give them a little shout out and say thanks for the listen. Yeah, dude, I got I want to get one of those guys on here. We like the listens. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. So there's, for sure. there's, a, there's a guy Mike over there. I swear to gosh, that dude. You can hear him from a mile away. He is a full on character. And I said, I said you should be on the mic, man. <laughs> You should be on the mic. He's like, you really think so? I said, yeah, dude, I got to get you on. I think I want to get him on. I mean, yeah, I want to get the other guys on too, but I think he's the guy that just wants to get, he walks around. He, he You know, he has one of our cups, right? Yeah. Oh the, yeah. No, the, I gave it to him. Yeah. You gave it to him, right? So he, he has the left-handed cup. He's like, Hey, did you guys do that on purpose? And I was like, I was like, well, no, but you know, I, I am forgot left-handed. About the left-handed yeah, cup. He, yeah. goes, he goes, Hey, can I put an order for the right-handed cup? <laughs> Oh man, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's like, he's like, how am I supposed to promote you guys if I could? If I'm the one looking at your your uh, your logo every time. Others need to see your logo. <laughs> so I had to grab his cup and I'm like turning it around. I'm like, how about this way? He goes, Come on, man, I need a right handed cup. So so uh, Mike, we I owe totally you a forgot cup. about that. Oh yeah, dude, love that's that funny. He's hilarious. That's funny. He's a great great person. Great people over at Gladstone Dodge. Thank you so much for reaching out, listening to us. Yeah, uh, talking about well, it. We appreciate good, good that. Good people over and there. And that's why we want to send some stuff out there too. So, G Man, a couple of things I want to I want to talk about. Okay. One is I was at one of our stores, and I got put to the test. We were talking about parts, and you know, uh, yeah. The the fix operations director was like, "Hey, man, so you feel any more confident about parts? I mean, you know, G Man's usually the parts guy. We've been helping you out. And, you know, how how comfortable are you about parts? I'm like, look, man, I feel pretty good about parts. I mean, I respect parts. I know parts a little bit more. Whatever. All right, good. I need you to go find a part. I'm like, oh, what? He tells me. Wow. He tells me. 
And he goes, this is the location. Now, mind you, the reason why he was sending me into the parts department, which a lot of people who listen to us and may know me from my previous lives go, holy cow, somebody let you in the parts department, Jay? Yeah. First of all, you're not, you don't belong in there. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Like I'm not the guy. You're like, they always say, oh, no, no, no. Keep, keep Jay out of the parts department. You know, like, uh, oh, dude, mm-hmm. you know, things may come out missing, whatever. I'm like, that's all baloney, dude. I felt guilty about it. Anyway. I wanted a Y adapter cable for my wife's Mini Cooper. I just recently got my wife a Mini Cooper convertible. She wanted a convertible. Oh, okay, yeah. So I I was like, look, I want to see. I mean, first of all, I doubt you guys have this part. I mean, it's accessory part, whatever. And he pulls it up and he says, we have 13 of them. Wow. I'm that's like, an wow. antique to that part. Wow. Wow. I was like, wow, I can't believe you guys said. I, he goes, actually. And then he started the whole conversation. Do you feel more comfortable parts? And you know the system. He goes, go find the part. And I said, okay, give it to me. And he goes, okay, you ready? It's A01-0404. That's bin location. Yep. Right? And I'm like, okay, okay. And I I remember he he explained to us, G-Man, his his layout. system, yeah. The the layout, right? So I'm thinking, okay, 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 okay. I got this. I got this. So I got to go find A01 first, right? And so I know I know where the A section is. I know where O1. I, I, I figure out where O1 is. So I go right to it. I go, okay, A01-0404, right? right? So I go from the bottom up, yep. right? And I see it. And lo and behold, bro, there's a Y cable. Wow. A01-0404. Hmm. It was exactly where he told me it was supposed to be. Which, of course, every parts manager should that listens, be. it yeah. should be there. Like, should duh, be where would it not be there, right? doesn't happen was, all the time, but not it all the should time. be. But I was extremely <laughs> impressed with myself. <laughs> I was impressed with myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. Was. I'm, I'm, glad. I'm, I'm was. glad. I mean, come I'm on, glad. man. That was like, not that was a that was a halfway decent job you did there. Yeah. Finding that part. I mean, it's you know, I, I can find a part now. Right. I can find a part. Oh man. You know, You're hired. Like, You're hired. Yeah. Well, I We're I, gonna get nothing but emails now that says, okay, we need somebody. We need somebody to pick and pull. Yeah, I, I can definitely pick and pull. Yep. Uh invoice might I'm not quite there yet. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, we'll work on that. Yeah. We'll do a little practicing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have you know, you'd be a warehouseman, you know, put stuff away. Yeah, man. Send stuff back, you know. Yeah, shipping and receiving. I'm happy with that. There you go. Right. There you go. We'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, G-Man. So in today's conversation, you and I were talking um, offline, and I think it's a good topic to discuss, is, um, you know, you've always been the one that tells the story about the frog who asked the scorpion for a ride on his back to go across the river, right? Or or Vice versa. Or vice versa. Yeah. The frog, the scorpion asked the frog right. for a ride across a ride the river. Yeah. Across mm-hmm. the river, right? Yep. And it always resonated in me and and, and, I, and everything. And you and I have deep discussions about, you know, different characters in, in a department, different people all around. And we hate to say it, right? We never, we never want to say somebody is a scorpion, right? And we never say it. We never say it. We just know that sometimes a scorpion's a scorpion. A frog is a frog, and sometimes mm-hmm. you don't want to bite it. And, and I'll tell you what, what I do respect about you liking that term yeah. or liking that story, I respect it. But it, it also seems so familiar to the saying that really bugs the living daylights out of me. And that saying, which I hear quite often, is no good deed goes unpunished. I know. I hate that one. I hate it. Like I hate, it just makes you start off negative 
on anything that you'd want to do that's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But don't you see the correlation between that and this whole frog story? You know, before we dig get, dig too deep into it, G-Man, talk to us. How does the story go? So we did a little deep dive on the story. And it's a it's a fable. And it, it seems to have emerged in Russia in the early, early 20th century. So that's, that's kind of where it originated. But the general premise of it is there's a scorpion who wants to cross the river, right? The river's raging across. It's raining everything. And uh, he sees a frog and he says, hey, you know, give me a ride across the river. And the frog's like, no, 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 no. You're going to sting me if I give you a ride. And he goes, no, no, I promise I won't sting you. And he says, look, you know, why, why would I sting you? You're, you're going to take me across the river. And if I sting you, we'll, we're both going to drown. That doesn't make any sense. And so the frog kind of pondered that idea. And he's like, okay, well, maybe he's right. And he goes, no, for sure. I'm not going to sting you. Just, you know, let's go. Let's get across the river. So the scorpion crawls on the frog's back. They get to the other side of the river. And of course, the scorpion stings him. And then the frog goes, dude, what's, you know, what's up? I thought you said, you know, you weren't going to sting me. And he goes, hey, bro, I'm, I'm a scorpion. That's what we do. <laughs> and so the moral of the story is like, you know, if it looks like a snake and or a scorpion, I guess, because the other way this fable is told is with a snake. And so a lot of people have told it back to me that way. You know, it's a snake and a frog. But um, the moral of the story basically is, is if it looks like a scorpion, talks like a scorpion, you know, don't don't be surprised when you get stung. Right. And so it's, the important part is to recognize people that exhibit that behavior. And I think one of the things we were talking about today is, is that ultimately anybody could be the scorpion. It, yeah. It, we're, we could it be also that we're all scorpions. We are. all We're all scorpions. A hundred percent. That's why it could be anyone and everyone for that matter. And so we, so I was using the analogy and I used this on somebody else too. And they were like, oh, that's ridiculous. And I said, well, it's not ridiculous. What we're looking for is where's your line? Where's the line where you become the scorpion, right? And everybody has a line. And so I, I, the analogy I used with her, I said, well, what if it was a difference between me and your, your kid's life? Like, would you screw me over if you had to, to save your child's life? And that's when she said, wow, that's a dumb analogy. You know, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm just saying, would you? Of course you would, right? If it's between anybody and my kid, right? I, I'm sorry, but that's just how it's going to go down, right? You'll look for another angle, but that's the line. That's for sure 100% the line where you're going to get screwed, right? Well, the, everybody's got a line and it's somewhere between like sneezing at the wrong time or or stepping on my toe and, you know, my kid's life is in danger, like something trivial all the way up until it's like something pretty dramatic. And so understanding where people exist and knowing where that is, I think, protects you in the long run. And I think, you know, if you're a manager talking to this, this 100 percent applies to you. I don't care if you're a parts manager or a service manager. You know, you have to look out for landmines. You have to understand how people feel, where their where their line is, what they're up against. And, and protect yourself because the narrative is going to come from somewhere else, right? In terms of, you know, how you're doing your job and, and how the other people are going to react to you, right? I mean, you and I were talking about influencers in a dealership, right? We, we go in and you go in specifically and try to find the influencers, right? Why do you do that? Because I know that they have a voice and, and sometimes it's all of them. Like it doesn't, it's really not defined as the good or the bad. It's just, the person that has a voice that people listen to. Right. Right. And, and, and I tell you what, there's two channels of communication. There's communication on the surface 
And then I call, and then what I call the grapevine communication. Yep. Those behind, like what people also say, the meeting after the meeting mm-hmm. that happens, right? And so what I do or what we do is, is we go into an establishment and I want to identify, okay, who has access to above the line and below the line, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right? And so we determine who those individuals are and then we see, okay, what is important to them? What motivates them? And why do they feel like their voice they know their voice matters. What are they trying to contrive with their voice to get what result that makes it better for them or for a team? Right. Yeah. You know, it's 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 the whole Mufasa versus Skark tactic. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, it's, and look, it's not a good thing or yeah. bad. It's not. It's that's not a, anything. That's a great example because because uh, uh, Scar he couldn't go directly at. Mufasa because Mufasa was stronger, right? Right. And so what he had to do was he had to contrive the outcome. Right. He went around and and created a scenario that ended up allowing him to take over. Right. And that's a nefarious thing. Like that story's about a sinister plot, you know, and and not everything is going to be sinister, but you know, that you just never know what that's going to be. And I think if you take, I think, you know, as a leader, as anybody, to be honest with you, if you take those things too lightly, what ends up happening is you get stung and you're, and you're just like, why did I get stung? You're just not paying attention. Right. So like the other day, a tech came up and he was, he was pretty unhappy because he got shorted an hour and it was a mistake. It was a simple thing. We went, you know, and, and the car was closed. The car was gone. And he's like, well, you can't fix now because the car was closed. It's like, don't worry about it. We're, we're going to do, we're just going to pay the hour. We're going to take care of you. Any, any manager would do that. We just, he's a good tech. We're going to take care of him. Right. But he's pissed off. And he thinks had he not said anything to us, which he's probably right, we would not have found it. And he would have just got shorted the hour. So now he's upset. Now what's he doing with that story? Yeah, he's he, depending on how he wants to, depending on his emotion and his level of influence, right? It will spread. Yeah, and right? it could be one or two people. Right. It could go nowhere. Right. It could just be him. Like, right. and he quits, and that's where you get stung, right? Mm-hmm. Where meanwhile, you could have prevented it. He needed a little bit more understanding of what happened, why it happened, because they're they have a new DMS, which is creating some chaos and how they're flagging. And so it's not something that's going to be forever. It's just what they're dealing with right now, you know? Yeah. And it's an honest mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? it's an it honest happens. mistake. It happens all the time. So so this is interesting, uh, G-Man, because you say this and there are so many different layers and levels of how influencers. So for me, for us, whenever we go into an establishment, I identify who the influencers are because I also, they tell me without telling me their fears. Yeah. Right. I'll test, we'll test something and then we'll see the reaction to it. And that becomes an identifier because sometimes the influencer, especially the grapevine influencer is not as noticeable as the guy who talks a lot. And you say, gosh, that guy talks so loud. He's so loud. He's that guy. Mm -hmm. But then when you go talk to that guy, you go, where are you getting your information? Oh, I heard it from so-and-so. I heard it from so-and-so. And then you start, I, we identify going, oh, wow. It's so funny how this one person is in the same conversation throughout every facet of a change. Yeah. Right? And it happens all the time. Like you and I, we go in and we coach and we get pushback from the service manager or we get pushback from a parts manager that doesn't like what we're doing in service because it's going to affect his parts department. Right, right, right. So right. what he wants to do is he wants to start putting you know, blocks up or do things or redirect or, or send us down a rabbit hole or do whatever to then delay the change because people don't like change. Yeah. Same thing with technicians, right? 
We know what's coming. You guys, there's there's something wrong with this. Oh, no. And, and, and so same thing. No matter how much we want to provide, we get pushed back. And the reason why a lot of leaders that go into departments, especially new managers who want to get buy-in from their established, you know, uh, culture, all these things, you, you want to mold yourself in, but it's hard to mold yourself in when you're trying to change the organism. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. You're literally changing it. Yeah. Right. You're the new virus. I hate to say it. you're the virus because you're going to change the dynamic of the DNA of that establishment. Yeah. Right. And so what people do is they get their defenses up and they want to resist. Right. And they tell you, hey, listen, uh, you know, I- I'm a frog. I'm a frog that's really masked as a frog and I'm, I'm a scorpion. Yeah. Right. That's why I'm always cautious. I'm always cautious, G-Man. Every, anytime we go into a place, we have that one guy that's like super excited for change. And then you test the change in them. Like you say, okay, we're going to do this to you. Oh, wait a minute. I've been, I've been agreeing with everything else, but you, what are you talking about? Yeah, not this one. Not right? this one. <laughs> but that's not going to fix it. To fix them. Right. Fix them. You know? Right. It's, it's fix them. I'm fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, you know, what's the point of, of, of this episode? What's the point of this story? What's the point of it? Is, is if you're really going to be a good leader in my eyes, and this is my opinion, G-Man, I, and I want you to, to, to chime in, of course. In my opinion, it's be aware, one, of who your influencers are. Right. Good and bad. Second, identify their motive. What motivates them? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I've seen it, G-Man, a hundred times with you in the room where they finally just fast up and go, look, I just didn't like how you were doing this because I thought it was going to reduce my hours. A technician. Right. I thought you were just going to take hours from me. Yeah. I don't like this. Yeah. You're just here to steal from you're me. Just here to yeah. Steal. yeah. You're, you're here to suppress us. You're here to take from us and give to them. Right. And we're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Right. No, it's true. And I think that, it, you know, of course, you know, we're saying this like from a leadership perspective, you got a lot of potholes out there, especially if you lead a big team, you got a hundred people or, you know, you get, you need to be really careful and understand who you have and what's going on. Um, because the, your ability to do anything, to make change, to improve your department, to deliver bigger numbers, to sell more air filters or whatever the heck you want to sell is going to be based on on your ability of your team to absorb it. And if you have one person who's a naysayer that you don't know is there or something negative is happening, um, and it could be something relatively innocent, that will stand in your way and control your outcome, right? So your, your sum total of your opportunity is based on on your people right? And what they're willing to do. Now, that's also true for you if you're a service advisor, because you have technicians, right? What are the technicians saying about you to each other? Because, I mean, perception is reality. You know, we were just talking about that today. Like, you know, the the techs were, there was a, a tech in another store talking to us about the advisors never sell anything. And then we started looking at the numbers. We're like, no, we're converting at like 45%. And and it may not feel because you're thinking about the other half. It's like the glass is half empty, right? Meanwhile, you know, a 30%, 20-30% closing ratio is is decent, is good. 40-45, that's fantastic. And so it's like but they're not perceiving that. So then what's the story they're telling? So if you're an advisor, what are they saying about you, right? If you're a technician, it's the same thing. What is the advisor saying about you? And what's what's the team talk about? Are you a person of quality or are they just talking about the last comeback you had? Because if you're in this business long enough and you work on enough cars, you're going to make a mistake. And unfortunately, unless, unless you kind of tell your own story, you're only as good as your last mistake. And, and it, it sucks as a tech, but you know, you're also responsible too to make sure that people talk about you in a way in which you want them to. 
right? Yeah. Control the narrative. Yeah. It's you your, you're you're mm-hmm. your own character, right? Yep. You're, you're the guy who does whatever it is that makes things happen in the right way or a justified way as long as you explain it. You know what I'm saying? I, I And that's another thing that we encounter all the time. Everybody's so quick to find the fault that questions character. Yeah. You know, I talk about it all the time. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, look at that guy. That guy did it on purpose. Or look at this guy. He's putting two hours on on that one line that only pays one hour. He's a thief. Mm-hmm. You know, or this guy's charging double the price than this guy. Right. And it's like, wait a minute, guys, let's just get the facts. Let's 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 have positive intent. That's yeah. one thing that my wife positive intent is always exactly. has, has always taught me is she's like, have positive intent, because if you go into it with a negative frame, using G-Man's words, mm-hmm. framing. if you go into it in a negative frame within you, it's always going to be negative. Yeah, it will always be. It is. It's so funny because we, we somebody the other day came to me and says, you know, Coach Jay, how how do I overcome a glass half empty mentality when I'm half full? I'm looking at it half full. Dude, come right. on, man. Be optimistic. Like, I don't want to be surrounded by that. What if I have to? Like, I'm forced that. Yeah. You know, service advisor, I sit next to a guy that I hear all day long. It's just beating it down. Like, today yeah. sucks. All this sucks. Everybody says, no, yeah. this is a sucky thing. Like, oh, here goes another recall that I have to write up. Oh, here we go again. Like, how can I, how do you, st- how, how do you overcome that? That's what I was asked. How do you overcome that when you're just constantly surrounded by that negativity and you're like, dude, you know what? Shut up. Jimmy, <laughs> you know what my answer was? Uh-uh. Did you tell him that? Mm. Did you tell him to just shut up? <laughs> That's what I told him. Yeah. I said, just tell him to shut up. Like, dude, honestly, if you don't like it, give them all to me. I'll take them. I don't care. But don't come here like. Well, I think that's, you know, I think that's an important point because you end up with like, there's a lot of scorpions, right? In, in the department. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes we, we are them or maybe partly them. And some people are like oscillating between the scorpion and the frog. And as people who like your, your example, this person wants to think positive and be positive. He's got this negative. Like, I think the more that you take action and say something, the more that you do something about it, you convert scorpions into frogs you have more frogs than you have scorpions and i think the the place you work at becomes a better place you see what i mean it's like recognizing that that's out there if you're a tech and you see a guy that's a that's a scorpion in the and the service manager doesn't see it and you know he's going to get stung right it's why not jump in front of that why not try to do something about it and try they're all everybody's like i'm just going to keep my head down and it's not my job it's not my place and that's the thing, I think, when everybody starts to realize that it is their place and that what they want to do is not only protect themselves, but protect the organization and protect everybody within that, you end up with a better place to work. You end up with a happier place to work. What happens when the scorpion believes that he has to sting those that change that want to change their belief system within that environment? Because that's really powerful. You said that yesterday. Yeah. There's nothing more powerful. We've talked about this in the past. There's nothing more powerful than, than a belief. Yeah, that's a hard thing. That's a hard thing. Because the scorpion may believe he's, what are you talking about? I'm not a scorpion. I'm doing the right thing. This is the right thing. It's the right thing to do. This is the right thing. So then then you're in the ethical frame. Yeah. Right? And the ethical frame is a tough one to break because, and it's one that a lot of people hide behind because you can't break it, right? Well, you questioning my ethics? You questioning right and wrong? And it's like, no, but what we're talking about is not as dire as that, we're talking about ideas and thoughts and process and systems. And, you know, it's not life and death and it's not, you know, good and evil. It's, you know, it's just really this or that. 
right? Or maybe even this and a little bit of that and some of those, right? It's like, that's the thing that's that's hard because when somebody gets hemmed in and they have a belief, they only see one thing. They only see this and that and those don't exist. And shifting somebody from a belief and getting them to mold and start to turn that into ideas that can be debated is, it can be impossible. It can be impossible. The, I think the only real way to do it is you need to really get deep. Like you gotta, you gotta get close with that person. You gotta take them somewhere off site, go have lunch, do that maybe multiple times, yeah. learn a little bit about them, try to find out why they're so ensconced and what they're thinking because they may be guarded because they've had tons of bad managers or something like that, that have messed, that have screwed them over many times and they're not willing to open themselves up, right? And be vulnerable. And so you, you got to try to see if there's a way, a path, but there has to be a crack. Like if the door's not open a crack, you're just not getting in. It's like I always say, and, and, and I'm not trying to point out one religion or the other. I always say it's, it's like trying to make a Buddhist Catholic, right? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just not going to happen, right? They're diametrically opposed. And so if, if somebody gets into that position, there's just, there's no way around it. But if you can find a crack, you could, you can usually wiggle in there and, and, and hopefully save a good employee. Would you say that sometimes you have to use a power move? Sometimes it doesn't always work, but sometimes like you've always heard these, that theory, right? Like when you're, when you're about to take over a place, you just go hang somebody. Yeah. You got to shoot a hostage. You got to yeah. shoot them. Mm -hmm. You just got to do it. Yep. Right. Well, when's the last time we shot a hostage? Oh, we've. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's like been never. Like it's. Yeah. It's it, never. It, you know. It, 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 if anything, we go in and go. Okay, look this. This guy's a scorpion. Mm -hmm. What is, What is the scorpion's strength? <laughs> like yeah. What can they do that's really good? Yep. Right. And let's see what we can. How we can develop that person to have yeah. a better understanding because. You know, we want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. We have positive intent for everybody because everybody has their own, not only belief systems, but their own character. Yeah. Right. You know, the guy who looks like he's stoic doesn't necessarily, he could be a, like you. <laughs> You're Mr. Stoic and everybody comes around and tells me, you know, it's like, dude, that G-man, dude, that guy's like, that's like, that guy's tough as nails. Right. Right. Well, he told you the guy in my building, this was a while ago and, uh, my wife was friends with everybody in the building, but I was never there because I was working so darn much. And and he goes, uh, I remember talking to him one day and he says, yeah, I thought you were like a total a-hole. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, but no, you're really, you know, you're really nice guy. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And I, I like, I have a, <laughs> I feel like I'm a nice guy. Dude, you're total softy. But I, I am, I do, like, I do have a hard exterior and I, I can be focused sometimes and, and stoic as you yeah. put it. And it, it makes people think that I'm angry and like sometimes I'm, my brows furrowed and I'm just thinking about something, you know, and, and, uh, I don't, I don't come off as friendly in that. Yeah. So to your point, like it's like sometimes too, it's programming, right? I mean, that's the thing I like really what, what, what motivated me to want to talk about this idea was that sometimes it's just what's happened to you in the past. You just become hardened by things that happen to you that are wrong, right? Like, I mean, just as simple as, getting terminated for no reason or, or having your hours taken from you and never given back. And if you're a tech or being an advisor and having your pay plan changed 10 times in a year. And you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like when these things continuously happen and then somebody comes in and they start preaching change, they're like, Oh, I know what change means. Yeah. They think you're the scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the humble frog. You're the scorpion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they become the scorpion because they don't trust you. And so, again, I would go back to getting to know their story and learn a little bit about them really does have an impact. I, I think that, you know, one of the reasons why I feel like we haven't had to resort to that 
to shoot a hostage mentality is simply because one of the things we've done a lot of now is is going through it, really meeting everybody, really getting to know them all. Yeah. I mean, and it's a daunting task when you come into a new place and you got 60 new people to meet, but we really spend time and try to figure out who they are. I mean, God dang, the, the stores that we're at now, we almost know every single person, their backstory, their their family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And when we have to do that, you know, sometimes we, I mean, how many times has it happened to us, G-Man, where we go into a store and we're like, yeah, this person's not going to make it. Yeah, I just I just don't think they're going to turn. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. Oh, or or they're full of it or whatever, or, you know, whatnot. Right. But but then we, we we see the evolution of them going, holy cow, this person is powerful. They know a lot of stuff and mm-hmm. they know how to get things done. Right. And you got to keep on them. Yeah. You know, you, you got to keep developing and encouraging them. There's so many times that G-Man that people have come to us and says, you know what? I didn't give a darn until you guys brought things to light and I can t- show other people they gave a darn or, or, or how many times have you been like, you know what? I don't know what you guys did to so-and-so, but that person's completely turned around. Yeah. They're here on time. They're productive. They're whatever. And I go, go ask them why. When you go ask them, it's like, you know why? Because I finally felt like people cared about what I did here. Yeah. Or people cared about me or people cared about us. Right? Yeah, that changes how they feel, right? That changes their 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 uh, frame. <laughs> but it's true because it changes their perspective on the world and it's like all of a sudden, you know, holy cow, there are people out there that give it give a crap about what happens to them, right? It's like it's funny because we go into a store and we are looked at like the devil. Like, yeah. it's like, oh my yeah. God, here they come and they're going to change everything and they're going to screw us all over. And not, and I, I was going to say nine times out of 10, everybody makes more money, but it's really 10 times out of 10. Yeah. We improve the lives of every single person there. And that's our goal. Yeah. Like, that's what we want. We yeah. want everybody to make it. We, we want, we're not there like looking it's not a witch hunt trying to find it's like no we want the, the dealership to make more money all the people there to prosper everybody to be happy which sounds like a yeah that's that sounds like a panacea like it's like, like a, a big kumbaya thing yeah, yeah but the truth is happier employees you know they they develop and, and and encourage happier customers they create a better work environment for everybody and it's like it, the other way where you know where you're just like chopping and slashing and it just doesn't work because it really is a downward spiral and negative emotion and everybody becomes a scorpion because they're all looking to stab each other. Yeah. It's, it's uh the other day I was at a, at a conference or a meeting and uh, you know, one of the, one of the people in the room, one of the uh, facilitators in the room had a simple question goes is what makes us more money? What makes us more money? What's the question? The customer experience or the employee experience? Mm. What do you think G man? What makes us more money? The customer experience or the employee experience? Interesting. Well, I would tend to lean on customer, but that's I feel what like I said. I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> I, that's what I said. Straight out of the bat. I'm like, what are yeah, you talking about? It's customer. Uh, it, 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 the customer experience is what's going to make us money. Right. They, they're the deciding factor of what they're going to pay for or not. If they believe us, if they trust us. Right. And then the freaking facilitator goes, well, where does that come from? Yeah. Who facilitates that? Yep. Because it ain't all you. Yeah. If you're part of an organization, it's got to be the organization. It's not the brand in the building. Mm-hmm. It's not the chairs you have there. It's not the coffee pot. Right? It's the employees. Yep. The employees are the ones. The I said this experience. to somebody the other day and I it kind of came out of my mouth, but it's the, it's as true as as anything is is the sum total 
of your um, success, right? The sum total of your your department's revenue is based on everybody's beliefs. Like your revenue, your God, I'm trying to have it's. I'm trying to spit it out, but essentially, where your department is right now, whether it's CSI or it's money, whatever it is, or it's happy employees, is the sum total of how everybody in there believes and feels. That whole pile of people, right? And so it's like. And that's the magic, getting them to all feel and believe something different starts to move everything up because you can, it's like, we talk about this all the time. We're going to go raise the door rate. Well, hallelujah, raise the door rate. And then nothing changes. Nothing. Or the ELR goes up five bucks. You raised it 20 bucks, right? Yeah. How many times have we seen the difference? $50. Right. It's because the people just don't believe Mm -hmm. and getting them to believe that they're worth that amount and that, that that's a reasonable thing and getting them to believe that their peers, their people that they work with are worth it. And like getting that whole thing to move up, that's the, that's the magic. And you know, you got it, you got to, you got to talk to everybody to get that to happen. So you're trying to institute change like out there, you, you want to make your ELR go up. You're, you're thinking about raising the door rate. That's, that's my recommendation is not just find the scorpion. That's important too, because that person's the one that's the loudest voice, the most influential voice. Right. But also understand that they all are at some point. And that, you know, we got to get everybody to turn around, right? All at one time. And it makes for a better environment. All right. So I'm not going to go too deep, but this is where I'm going to drop the mic. My part. Got it. So I think we're up on time, Mm -hmm. right? But this is what I'm going to say. The craziest thing of all is we started this conversation assuming or making our audience believe that the frog and the scorpion are two entities. Mm -hmm. They're really one. It's us. Mm-hmm. It's each and every one of us. Each one of us is a scorpion and a frog. At the same time. <laughs> At the same time. We are that. Mm-hmm. And depending on what choices we want to make and how our emotions and how we foresee or see things, right, will determine are we going to have positive intent, mm-hmm. right? Or are we going to do what scorpions do? Right. <laughs> 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 right. What is that? That uh, is that other fable too? With two wolves are fighting inside every man. There's two wolves fighting. Mm-hmm. One, one's good. One's evil. And and the the it's good. grandpa talking to his kid, and the kid says, "Well, which wolf wins?" And he says, "The one you feed mm-hmm. is the one that wins." And I think that's the same thing. You got the scorpion and the frog. We're all those people, just depending upon the circumstance, situation. And really it is. It's the one that you feed. It's the one that you protect. It's the one that you spend the most time thinking about is the one that's going to win the battle within you. And 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 I think everybody else too. And, and I think you could turn yourself and turn your organization around from any position. Mm. You can be a tech, you could be a, an advisor, you could be a manager, you could be an assistant manager. You can start to get things to turn. Yeah. Well, listen, and your little thing about the two wolves yeah. It's me and my wife, and my wife wins every time. That's <laughs> <laughs> the truth. It's the truth. Right? And so I'm over here going, so I stopped feeding her. Maybe I can win this That's thing. right. That's right. We In weakened state, you might be able to take her. <laughs> All right, go. All right, buddy. Take us out. All right. Well, thanks for tuning into this uh, episode of Heart Shop Life. We got a really tough topic today. Tough topic. But, uh, uh, you know, deep, deep stuff. We want to try to deliver the best content we can. And, 
And quite frankly, this is stuff we're dealing with every day. So, so give it a, give it a think. And we want to thank you. If you made it this long and get to hear my spiel at the end here, we want to thank you so much for tuning in. We love to see how many full downloads we get, which is awesome because that means people listen all the way up to the end. And, uh, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate you and appreciate your time spent here with us. And uh, remember to hit that follow button because subscribes is what moves up the ranks, gets other people to find us. When they go out and search around, we will pop up the more subscribers we have. So that's super important. So if you can click that button on your phone. And on top of that, every time we release new content, it gets delivered right to you. You get the announcement that something new is in there. And uh, we're constantly releasing new things and trying to stay on top of that and make sure that we got new content out there for you guys to absorb. As always, you can always reach out to us, info at jdicoaching.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions on this topic and some of the others that we've talked about. We're always open to that. If you reach out to us, we will definitely reach out to you and send you uh, some JDI swag. Info at jdicoaching.com. That's where you can find us. We're continuing our Superstar Advisor series. We got some more coming up to round out the year and really send us off strong now that we're coming into this back half of 2022. So those are coming. If you are a superstar advisor, no one, or just got something interesting to talk about in our business, please reach out to us. We'd love to have you on the air. Again, info at jdicoaching.com. We will see you next time on the next episode of Hard Shop Life. Mm-hmm.